3: Stop looking at Twitter for the day. It has ruined my soul. My soul has been ruined for the day. And on a Friday. And this
4: early in the day. That's a shame. What are you going to do? Uh, so much to talk about with Lon He Chen, David and Diane Steffi Fellow in American Public Policy Studies at the Hoover Institution, the Director of Domestic Policy Studies at Stanford University, and a candidate for the California State Controller's Office, recently endorsed by both the Los Angeles Times as a Republican, for the love of heaven, and the Orange County Register. It's Lon He Chen. Lon He, how
5: are you? Hey, great to be with you.
4: Uh, great to have you. So, uh something we were discussing earlier in the show, and I will take pains to keep this uh, on an academic level. You have a president who is uh, not terribly popular and really quite old and unlikely, extremely unlikely to run for re-election. I, in fact, I predicted he wouldn't finish his term. Maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. You have an extremely unpopular vice president whose qualifications to lead the nation are in doubt, to say the least. I think we are... A nation that is headed toward a real crisis—do you share that worry at all?
5: Well, I have a particular concern around the economy now, and I, I think, as both of you know, you know, in my in my prior life before running for this office, I spent a lot of time thinking about economic policy and a lot of time thinking about the course of our economy. And we got news yesterday—you may have covered this—that the economy is is actually shrinking. Hmm that uh, that the size of our economy is, is decreasing. And you add that to the inflationary pressure that a lot of families around the country, and particularly here in California, feel. And we have some real severe economic challenges. And of course, what does the president decide to go and do? Well, he decided yesterday to talk about student loan forgiveness. And he's really, at this point now, engaged in politics as opposed to policy because if he were really serious about dealing with inflation, really serious about dealing with our economic condition, he would not go out and propose, you know, hundreds of billions, if not trillions in new spending, which is part of the reason we're here, by the way, guys, part of the reason we have eight and a half percent inflation, why gas and milk and everything else we buy costs more is because we have put trillions of dollars of stimulus into this economy in the last year and a half, two years. And so it's just not serious anymore, and and that's the problem. Is that the, the the folks in Washington they don't seriously understand the challenges this economy is about to face. And so, if it's not inflation, it is going to be recession, and that's a horrible combination. If anybody remembers back to the late nineteen seventies, it is a horrible combination for our economy.
3: Yeah. So, who's making these decisions? Speaking of Twitter, has he been being led by the Twitter left? Who cares about? The college because the average American thinks it's insane to bail out the college student loan debt and at a time when the economy is shrinking and inflation's at record highs you're absolutely right it's a what an insane policy decision
5: well it is you know it is interesting because when Biden campaigned for president he campaigned as somebody who would bring people together and try to find relatively centrist solutions. And so far, we have seen a lot of, of pretty far left policies. I mean, this thing on student loan forgiveness is the latest example of something that is embraced by Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, but causes uh, Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin to cringe because it is not, it, it is, is an example of another set of policies that do not speak to the economic challenges that American families are facing right now. The fundamental economic challenge that American families face right now is they have a difficult time affording the gas they need to put in their cars to get to work and and, and you 're out here talking about something which is you know i think frankly a a political campaign issue. Joe Biden needs to figure out a way to fire up the progressive left because that is the only way he believes that he bailed himself out of a very very poor midterm election cycle, so he 's trying to motivate the progressive left and he does it by proposing policies that I'm pretty sure 75% of people look at and they say, why are we doing this? Why are we not figuring out a way to get this economy on track instead?
4: So uh, this is more a f- philosophical question than a uh, policy question, but uh, as most political messages, especially these days, have to be extremely simple and blunt to break through, uh, are this, is it possible that voters are beginning to grasp the subtlety of when the government acts as Santa Claus? there are economic effects that hurt you. Do you think people are connecting those dots?
5: I, you know, I don't know. I, I hope they are because I think it's fairly obvious why we've seen inflation and prices explode so much over the last six months. Um, and I think it's important for people who, who believe that to be the case, and I certainly do, to make that to make that clear, that the reason that we have Uh, record inflation, the reason why families are having a tougher and tougher time making, making ends meet. And by the way, the housing market, which has undergone a massive expansion over the last two years is, is headed in some places, I fear, for a massive correction, uh, precisely because of, of the economic conditions and the broader inflationary conditions we face. And with interest rates rising, it's going to get harder and harder for people to afford houses. And, And also, by the way, people who carried out loans uh, that have adjustable rates are going to get hit very, very hard because of the uh, the, the rising interest rates. So there's all sorts of, of things happening in this economy that I think is really kind of a toxic mix. And, uh, and, and folks just need to recognize that we didn't get here by accident. OK, it's not like, you know, Joe Biden makes it sound like Vladimir Putin caused inflation. And it's like, listen, buddy, I got news for you. You caused it. You and people who decided that we were going to put, as I said, trillions of dollars into this economy. You caused it. Wow. And so now, Lon you he Chen,
3: you're the guy who's putting all those stickers on the gas pumps then. The, the, you're the guy <laughs> with the Biden stickers to say, I did that next to the, the numbers on the gas pumps. I'll well, be darned.
5: You, you, by, by the way, here, here's a simple idea. Why don't we give people a very clear sense when they fill up uh, their gas tanks, how much in those uh, gas, uh, fees per gallon are because of taxes indeed. no kidding no kidding why don't we just give people a clear idea of that so they can get a sense of how badly they're getting hosed every time they put a gallon of gas into their car i
3: i'm and, against and, this i'm against know, this sort of thing as a libertarian but i would like it to happen like the same way that they have calories next to the food now on the menus yeah. it'd be awesome on a phone every gas pump it told you how much of the the price was taxes
5: yeah i mean and and, and then it'd be great if we could figure out where that money all actually went because What we're told in California is it's going to build better roads. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I've driven around on these roads recently. They're not so good. So, you know, this is the stuff that drives people nuts, though, is that fundamentally uh, you have government-making excuses. You have government saying, well, we're doing all this stuff for you. And people turn around and they say, no, actually, I think you're making it harder. And right now, in many cases, unfortunately for too many families, uh, things are not going well, and they're and they're not going well because of bad decisions by our policymakers. Hey,
3: speaking of bad decisions by policymakers, we talked about this story earlier in the week, and I understand you have some thoughts on it. Um, the San Francisco Chronicle did a great job of looking into the results. Of the hundreds of millions of dollars taxpayers have spent to deal with the so-called homeless problem, and the results have been horrible. People uh, uh, dying of uh, opioid deaths, people staying homeless, an increase in homelessness of 56% after spending all that money. How did did that report strike you? In two Uh, minutes
4: or less, if you
3: can pull it off.
5: Well, it it reminds me of what happens when you don't have effective oversight in, in, in a city or in a state. And in California, there is no problem where the lack of oversight has has been a bigger cause of things getting worse than our homelessness crisis in San Francisco. They spent a lot of money in L.A. We know they in one program, they're spending eight hundred thousand dollars per unit of housing construction. And the problems are getting worse in the state of California. Overall, we've allocated 20 billion dollars for homelessness over the last three years. And every Californian I speak to and everything that I see suggests the problem is getting worse. So you tell me what, what, what's the problem here? The problem is there's nobody who's saying, Hey, you can't keep spending this money if it's not solving problems. If you're going to spend money, it better solve problems. And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm running for, for controller in California. Because as controller, my job would be to provide accountability for every single dollar this state spends. And I will tell you in homelessness, we are not solving the problem. We are spending an awful lot of money and we need to get back into the problem solving business again. We are not only, uh, we are not only hurting people who are homeless by not giving them the ability and helping them figure out how to get out of that situation, but we're making it worse. And people are, are literally dying in San Francisco. They are living in rat feces infested hotels right because, because the city of San Francisco can't get its act together and because the mayor there doesn't want accountability. All right. And, and they have repeatedly refused to have an oversight commission. And I'll tell you, it's about time somebody was up, up there calling balls and strikes and saying, you guys can't keep doing this. You can't keep spending good money and sending it after bad. So that, that I think is really the fundamental root of the problem is we don't have an independent fiscal watchdog. We have too many lapdogs. In, in and state, that is in why government. that is why
4: Lon Hee Chen is running for <clears throat> California State Controller. Lon, he always enlightening. Thanks so much for the time. Good to talk to you. Great to be with you guys. And, of course, one of the most insidious parts of that lack of a, an oversight or accountability or, or whatever is that for ideological reasons, th- those on the left continue to ignore the fact that we have an enormous drug crisis, and that's at the heart of a lot of what's going on with the so-called homeless crisis.
3: But just in general, nobody ever looks at the results of government programs. <laughs> you just you, Somebody proposes them, they pass, you spend a bunch of money, and then nobody ever checks to see, hey, did that work or not? You just keep doing it. Right, you don't even like get as far as getting a dishonest answer. Nobody even asks the question. If <laughs> you miss an hour, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.